Welcome to The Bundle of Hers. And today we thought we would talk about something that I think isn't addressed very often. Um, I think it's a difficult conversation even to have with our own friends. And um, that is mental health and like kind of our thoughts around it, especially being people that are pursuing a education in medicine where mental health kind of ties back to all physiological diseases, I would say, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we're all complete human beings and everything ties with everything else. I think I was reading something that said that uh, physicians are more likely to be depressed than any other any other profession. Mm-hmm. So that is true. Bisha. <laughs> I, I read an article too that actually said suicide rates among medical students is getting higher as well. And I think it's the nature of the program that we've chosen is very stressful and there is a lot of unnecessary stress placed on us either through ourselves or through the system and um, I think that depression feeling down or not you know anxious is just a natural part of that that we don't always um, admit or want to admit we feel but I think most people do feel it at one point or another I also think that mental health takes a backseat um to studying and doing well in school. I think that's our number one priority. And so I think that manifests its way into, you know, our lives. We get depressed, we get anxious, we, you know, deal with all these different things, but we're still focused on trying to be good students when we should be focused on trying to be, you know, trying to take care of ourselves and trying to be well Yeah, I think one thing around mental health that I really kind of discovered is because the symptoms aren't very like characteristic, we as people always want a surety, right? Mm -hmm. We want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And like, because things aren't specific, things are different depending on a different person, like these manifest in so many different ways. I think that kind of brings that whole thing around mental health where it's almost like a taboo topic. Because no one no one knows what it is, right? Because it can be so many things, you know? And I think, again, that tying that back to us as med students, I think we like to feel sure about things, you know? And having that assurity around, like, why am I feeling this way? These are kind of difficult emotions to process, so we put them to the side. At least I do. I put them to the side, and then I do my studying. But then they come back to me, like, much, much later. Yeah, I'll definitely admit that this morning when I was walking into campus after our test yesterday, I was feeling a little anxious that I didn't study enough and that for the next test, I'm going to have to study more. But I also have this research project that I need to finish. And it just seems sometimes so overwhelming. And and I just recognized that I had that feeling of anxiety in my stomach. And I kind of had to tell myself, you know what, it's okay, I've got this, and it's okay to feel anxious. There is a lot of pressure on me right now, and I was thinking about who I could talk to, which, of course, mm-hmm. is you guys, um, yeah. just to help me through that. And I and I think just recognizing that that is a feeling that I have, and that is a normal feeling, and that I can talk to somebody to help me through it is, is very valuable to me. I think, Margo, what you just said is kind of key. Because I feel like when, at least I'll speak for myself, when I am anxious, when I'm not feeling up to doing anything, when I'm feeling depressed, I feel like I'm the only person in the world that's feeling that right yeah. now, right? And so I don't want to talk to, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do anything. I just kind of want to like, 
want everything to just like go away and just I just need some peace of mind. But like I realized, especially over the last year, like talking to you guys and, you know, seeking help and like trying to actively work on my mental health has been great for me. And I think that that's something that people should know that they're not they're not alone and they feel like that. That's a completely normal. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I kind of like want to tell y'all my story about my experiences with depression. So when I started medical school, I remember that I was really excited. I finally made it to med school. I worked really hard. It took me a long time to get to this journey. You know, I was excited to meet so many new people, like learn from everyone. Um, I failed my first quiz. And I remember after that, I was like, I don't know if I deserve to be here. I don't know if this is something I can do. I don't know if I can last, you know. And also, I didn't I didn't really talk about it to other people like who who wants to share like they failed a quiz. Right. Yeah. You just want to like go along. Also, because I was with a lot of new people, I just felt like I couldn't I couldn't voice my opinions. Mm-hmm. Harjeet, stay quiet. Stay to yourself. You You don't know how people will react to you. Right. So I was quiet. I just failed my first quiz. I didn't know if I deserved to be here. And for two months, I I was like, you know, I was just sad all the time. I was sad every day. I didn't know. Like, I just felt like I wasn't who I was. Mm-hmm. Like, even Bushra, I think I started talking to you. I think I was towards the end of my, like, depression mm-hmm. when I started talking to you. That's when we first met. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was really just keeping to myself. Um, also, I... I used to talk to Lean at that time. So we both were kind of having feelings of like adjusting to a new environment and stuff. I just remember feeling that time that I didn't want to tell anyone that. I didn't want people to know that like I couldn't handle med school. It had Mm -hmm. just started, right? Right. I will say now that I'm like so far away, I actually even had a fear that I'd be depressed again in the beginning of this year. But so far, everything's been good. Um, But I honestly go through a lot of like, highs and lows so i also feel like depression isn't a constant state i agree and that's another reason why it's hard to define right because you just don't know it happens sometimes it doesn't happen sometimes Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it is difficult it's difficult to have those conversations with my family i mean it's good like i have you guys and i can talk y'all and i can talk to you all about it but like it these are like it's like difficult can i it's interesting because we were in um, the same test group in, yeah. in that first semester. And I do remember after we did the group quiz where we all, after we take an individual quiz, we all graded together in a group of four or five students. Mm-hmm. I did notice that you became very quiet and shut down after that. And and I'm just, I just want to ask you now, in retrospect, we're friends, but if I had reached out to you in that moment, would you have felt more comfortable talking about it? You know, like, I think every person's different. And I actually like talking about my feelings. I'm a very, like, talkative person. So I like sharing how I feel. And I like sharing how I feel when people in front of me aren't, like, making assumptions about me. Or, in other words, judgments, you know? Like, I just want you to hear my story. And I don't want you to be like, oh, making your assumption, like, does Harjeet deserve to be here or not, you know? And I think that's where a lot of the fear comes in of bottling everything up. We don't want to tell people because we're afraid they're going to judge us. You so know, what could I have done in that moment, having recognized that you maybe were not yourself after that group quiz? What what would have been most comforting for you? 
I think just, okay, there's two things. I think one, when other people are going through something and they just share they too are not feeling good, it just makes you feel like, oh, I'm not the only one, yeah. right? Yeah. It's normalcy. I, right. And I think the second is just like checking in on people. But I do want to say that when you do check in on a person, um, it's up to them if they even want to talk about something or not. Right. Because sometimes people don't like in the moment, they don't want to talk about what's going on in their life. What do you think? I'm not like her G. I don't like talking about feelings and stuff like that. I only open up when I feel comfortable around someone and I feel comfortable with our friendship. And then I'll be more likely to go into it. But if it's like someone who I don't really talk to and like we're friendly, but not not really friends, it's kind of harder for me to open up about stuff like that. But I think something that I've had like a support, a supportive group of friends. And so I think that's something that's helped me along the way. And I can I have my family, like my sisters, even my mom, like she's starting to understand a little bit because like. She 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 actually uses the word depressed. Yeah. Yeah. The English word depressed, like she's starting to understand it and she tries to understand like where I'm coming from even though we like she's led a completely different life life than I have. Yeah. So that's kind of comforting too. Yeah. And then just knowing that like I'll still be okay. In the end I'll still be okay. I'll still have my friends, I'll still have my family. Um so yeah. Also, like what happened this weekend in Charlottesville, um, I think that these kind of things are, they really impact us. Um, I remember last year, um, Busha, actually, Mm -hmm. we both, um, we both had a test on a weekend and what what happened? It was the travel ban, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a lot of times people don't realize this, but people are connected to certain issues for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And some are tied to them more strongly or personally than others. And then that impacts you and that impacts your performance. Yes. You know, a hundred percent because as much as I need to study as much as I should study, it's kind of hard to stay focused when it feels like, Like your whole life is being attacked. And so I guess it's like. It's like we're more, right? We're more than just one thing. And that translates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like. um, I think the thing that bothered me the most Um, the thing that bothered me the most is that it was like business as usual. Yeah. Like nobody talked about it. And so I had a hard time processing that. It's. I don't even know what to say. Okay. <laughs> Depression isn't just like a single moment in time as well. Like, as I said, it's a million things that occurred to you in your life, Mm -hmm. in my mom's life, in my dad's life, in their family's life, in my friend's life. Exactly. The fact that there are behind the scenes, there are things that I care about more than passing an exam. Like, that's not what's on my mind right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I didn't I didn't feel like I could express that 
at school, especially of all, of, of all places. So it was an interesting time in my life. And I think I still like every once in a while, it still gets brought up fears that I have about like what's going to happen within the four years that I'm here. Yeah. Like it's, I almost feel like it's uncertain and I'm not worried about the school aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was just that I could handle right. school. I've handled school my entire life. Yeah. It's school on top of what's going on politically on top of like family life on top of like being feeling like you're uh, safe and secure. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's even the smallest things. It's it's as small as will I be able to talk to Busha tomorrow? Yeah. Right. Do you think it it would be would have been more helpful and, and in this situation after the weekend be more helpful if we have more discussions amongst our classmates? Absolutely. I think it'll be more helpful because I feel like a lot of people think that I'm not involved in any of that. So I shouldn't have to say anything, but I feel like staying silent is worse. I agree. I feel like being being silent is almost being complicit. You're allowing it to happen. I think the most powerful thing that you can do is to speak out and to show people where where you lie on an issue like that, something that's so divisive, something that's so that rocks people to their core, right? Yeah, because even if it's an opinion you don't agree with, that's something you could talk about. At least you say know. that. I don't yeah. agree with that. But at that least... would make me feel so much better. Yeah. So I agree. And I think that, again, coming back to mental health, mental health is like something kind of at the core of us. I don't I know people don't believe in like soul, but, you know, like soul body is like mental health is a part of you. You can't separate the two. No, it know? totally is. And and to the point where you can't focus on school because uh-huh. you feel unsafe or distracted by these greater issues that are your core. Right. Yeah. It, it affects your success in school and therefore is part of school. Right. And I think as like future physicians, we're going to have patients who've been through a lot and who are worried about more than just their being health. healthy. They're worried about like survival yeah safety survival like all these things that we don't take account of like we get a history and a physical exam but the patients more than diagnostic tests more than the history their or their history of illness more than their physical exam they are a person who is out there living their own life and we don't know the story behind that i think like the social history is probably my favorite thing to take for a patient because it lets you kind of into their world a little bit right yeah and all and their mental well-being affects their whatever if they have outcomes diabetes if they have blood pressure you know right if they have cancer like all these they're out yeah their health outcomes i think that the sad thing is we're med students we are depressed and we just can't talk about it agreed Okay, so we have in the studio a friend of ours, Edwin. Um, he is doing his PhD. He's an MD PhD candidate. He's in his second year of his PhD. Um, he was just here listening to us, and um, I feel like you also have important insight into this issue. If I could comment a little bit about um, mental health and being a medical student, 
I would say that um, we're, at least in the preclinical years, living in this really artificial environment. It's a high-stress, high-stakes situation. Everything is a metric used to measure you. Every quiz score, you know, step one, step two, you know, what memberships do you have? What scholarships did you get? Everything is, I mean, it's like one of those dog competitions where everything is held either for or against you and all that can accumulate and result in stress. On top of that, people have this overarching expectation that when you go to the doctor, the doctor is supposed to be your reservoir for emotional health. How, How can the doctor himself or herself also have these yeah. emotional issues like you you never want to admit that because you're 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 supposed to be the last stop like, mm-hmm. so even being able to simply admit that you know we're human every human deals with these emotional issues and in this type of high stress environment this becomes exacerbated and when your whole measure of success is how many facts can you memorize on a bi-weekly basis mm-hmm. any detriment to your emotional state would affect that i i do want to piggyback off of edwin's comments that it is important to recognize that depression is is an issue for both men and women any gender any person can feel it at any time and so do not think that you're immune from it and if you're feeling that way do not feel like you cannot ask somebody because of who you are and how they may perceive you there are many resources on campus, specifically Dr. Michelle Vo, who heads up the wellness department yeah. for medical students, is an amazing resource. We offer free counseling. So if you feel like you can't talk to your peers, you can definitely talk to them and just send them an email and they will set up an appointment for you as soon as they as soon as you need. Um also Margot, I've actually I did therapy a couple of times for a semester and I do want to say it is actually liberating to sometimes to talk to someone who doesn't know anything about you. They aren't a part of your life. They have no bearings in, you know, what's going to happen to you because then you can just like say whatever, you know? And sometimes that just feels good and it helps you process um what you feel cuz for me, I need to verbalize things before I know what I feel about things. You know, when a person's depressed, I feel like they're not fully there. They're fully not with you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think is what's interesting. Let me ask you this question. Is there a word for depression in your language? In Punjabi? No. There's no word for depression in my language either. No. And so I think the word or or thinking about what depression is is a foreign concept yeah. to to I I'll, I'll speak I'm Somali. So I'll speak about my own culture because that's the only culture that I have experienced in. We, we've never talked about it. We don't know how to talk about it. We don't have the vocabulary. We know that people don't feel okay. And there are things, they, they, they have this term, it's called like feeling dead behind the eyes kind of thing. And yeah. I think that's like connotating what depression is. Yeah. But it's never been, it's never been realized as a real issue it's just kind of like oh this person's not feeling well but it's more than that and so yeah and so like us as as first generations coming to this country getting educated having a western education we start thinking about things and we start thinking hey maybe it's time to process our own 
our own things and start and then we start thinking about things that happened in our lives and then we start thinking okay like when when have i been depressed or am i depressed right now but and it's so, it's hard to and admit. it's hard yes it's hard to admit and it's hard to talk about too like i i don't want to tell people that i'm depressed right because i i almost feel like it's something that makes me less than right because one there was no words for it mm-hmm. and second it's like you know this is this isn't my best self this isn't who i am right it literally takes away from my personality right. but it is who i am you know no it totally is and and i find it fascinating to have just learned that there's no words for depression in each of your languages so it's a it's a paradox that we have a word for depression in english and yet many of us feel like we can't overcome it or speak it even and so I I just think that now the next steps is to overcome this barrier altogether. By sharing our experiences with you today, I hope that we've encouraged you to reach out to your friends or someone you trust and share your own feelings or similar experiences. Together, we can start to break down these barriers. Thank you for listening to The Bundle of Hers. Please join us next time. <laughs>